and welcome to the Abiding Together podcast. Abiding Together is a place where you can find connection, rest, and encouragement on your journey with Jesus Christ. My name is Sister Miriam James Heidland, and every week I am joined by two of my dearest friends, Michelle Benzinger and Heather Kim. This podcast is born out of our friendship of sharing all kinds of things together, our walk with Christ, our insights, our joys, sorrows, tears, and laughter, and you are most welcome on the journey with us. If you're looking for a place to belong, grab a cup of coffee, settle in, and welcome home. If our podcast has blessed you, would you please consider financially supporting Abiding Together via Patreon? Patreon is a website where people can make donations to help keep the podcast going. And now that we at Abiding Together have an independent platform, we have a number of costs that go into creating the podcast and the high-quality content we offer, such as our website, design, tech support, staff, and other elements. Having an independent platform also allows us to explore and create new content for all of our listeners to enjoy, so thank you so much to all of you who are already donors. When you donate through our page on Patreon, you are able to donate any amount, $1 a month, $5 a month, $500 a month, or just a one-time offering. Abiding Together is a registered 501c3 nonprofit organization, and donations are tax-deductible. So would you please prayerfully consider giving to Abiding Together? If you donate $15 or more per month, you become a tribe member and you will receive a short individual video from Michelle, Heather, and I each month about a variety of topics. You can see all of the information on our Patreon page, which is patreon.com forward slash abiding together podcast. So consider becoming a supporting member today and help us further the work of the Holy Spirit moving in and through this community. Together, we can do amazing things. We are so grateful for your support, and may God bless you. Hello, and welcome to the Abiding Together podcast. And today we are going to talk about the power of Scripture in your life. Um, but we do have to admit to you that before we started filming or recording this, that we were talking about the power of, from Michelle Benzinger, almond milk cream cheese. So Heather and I... I Heather, was trying not Heather, to throw up a little bit there, but it's really hard. <laughs> Michelle, please tell, I've, in my whole life, in my 43 years on this planet Earth, I have never until this very moment, well, 20 minutes ago, heard, what is almond milk cream cheese? Oh, oh do tell. Or, or don't tell us. Just keep that secret to yourself. <laughs> so This is the situation. I am it. going dairy-free right now. And so, because I'm dairy-free, I have to make other options. So, I was telling them, there's almond milk or cashew milk cream cheese. They can't handle the truth. Like they cannot handle the truth. And it's actually very good, you know? And so beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> Heather, if you guys could see the look on Heather's face right now, it's just priceless. <laughs> She's like gross. Michelle's a whole new world. It, it is really funny that one I of my kids got it truth. out of the refrigerator. <laughs> and I don't want to handle bagel, that truth. <laughs> and they're like, what is this? I'm like, it's my almond milk cream cheese. Yeah, girl, but, you, you keep that truth to yourself. Okay. I will. How well, are you, sister and Heather? <laughs> Heather got up early this morning. I'm so proud of her. We're in three different time zones right now, people. So I'm on the East Coast. Michelle's in Central and Heather's in Pacific. And so bless Heather Kim's little heart. She took one for the team, as she usually does, and got up at the crack of dawn to record this because she Actually, loves you, it's listeners. Still dark. it's still dark outside, yeah. y'all. Okay. I got up before 6 o'clock. Listeners, I have morning voice, so this is just going to be how it goes this morning. Mm -hmm. And that's fine. And that's fine because we're going to talk about the power of Scripture in your life. Okay, so um, 
Michelle has some really cool stuff in the shop about scripture, which is really cool that she's going to talk about. So, but we're going to use the uh, quote from Isaiah 55, verse 11, to guide our discussion today. And the prophet Isaiah says this, well, the Lord saying this, so is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. So you talk about the power of God's word, and Christ is the word made flesh. And we know that from the be- the prologue of the Gospel of John, that in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. And the word logos, it means divine order, means word, it means divine order. Um, and so the restoration of our hearts. And so it's through the delving in of the word of God that we encounter his heart, and we, are, um, we find out who we are, and we proclaim the truth of who he is over our lives. And then we live a life that's ordered and fruitful. So Michelle, I know this is particular um, to you, especially when you talk about proclaiming scripture. And I know, I I think it's your grandfather you said that always asks you what scripture are you reading and like what book you're reading. So can you just talk about the power of scripture in your life and how it shaped you as a woman of God to be who you are today? Yeah, I think so. Like, um, I don't know if I said it before, but um, part of my family is Protestant. My mom's side of the family is Protestant and she is a convert. So one of the beautiful things about our Protestant brothers and sisters is their love of scripture and their primacy of scripture, because as Catholics, we're scripture and tradition because we choose all, but our Protestant brothers and sisters have a beautiful love for scripture. And so my grandfather actually taught the same Bible study class for 60 years. That's and amazing. he is like one of our heroes and he is 97 years old right now. And mm-hmm. just so good at still to this day, he will ask me every time I see him, what book are you reading and what scripture are you studying? And we will have a conversation about it. But by his example and other people's example, he showed me just the love of the word of God, but he also showed me the beauty of memorizing scripture and really like diving deep in and the power of speaking scripture over um, myself. And then now it's over my husband and over my children, you know, and just the power that this is um, Holy Spirit inspired words, that these words have power. And with like we've talked about in the previous episode, the power of words. Well, these are, you know, spirit infused words. You know, they bring things back to life, literally. Like this is the Holy Spirit, Ruha, you know, like back in in the Genesis where it literally brought things to life. And so, um, so it's just been a beautiful journey of learning scripture. I was telling sister, I've become a friends with a beautiful Jewish girl here and her, um, knowledge of Hebrew in the Old Testament, like has blown my mind because mm-hmm. I will ask her different things of what Hebrew words mean in the Old Testament scripture. And it's just so, it's like, you cannot exhaust scripture. You cannot exhaust this love letter that the Lord has written to us. And it is always a beautiful mystery and discovery. And you're always discovering something else that he is speaking to our hearts. And then and just words that he's speaking to love us with. It is always just a beautiful discovery. So how about you, uh, Heather? Yeah, scripture is, uh, I mean, oh my gosh, it's really hard to say, okay, for 30 minutes, let's talk about how powerful scripture is because it really has changed like everything for me. It's a game changer, you know, in my life when I realized that it's not just a book that I should read because it has red words in it that Jesus said, you know, but it actually is like, that whole living and effective and being relevant all the time, you know, we hear some things like that. It's really, really true. And that's something that we can't just hear about concepts about, but we are, are invited to experience that in our everyday life. We're invited to experience that it is true and effective for you in your current situation, in your current moment, whatever might be going on. And, um, I think where I experienced that, 
really clearly. I've shared about it on the podcast before, but it was when my son went in for surgery and he was, he, his appendix ruptured and he was in the hospital and it, it was really, really hard. Like he was very, very, very sick and it was scary. And as a parent, when you're there for five days and you're not seeing any improvement, <laughs> like it's quite frightening. And one night I just felt the Lord just say like an invitation um, to start speaking scripture out loud in the room over Judah. And so I, I closed the hospital door and I was like, anybody around? Nope. And I closed the door. I was like, okay, like, I don't know, I don't know where to start. And, um, I just felt the Lord just like, give me one scripture just came to mind. And I started just reading it out loud and where it started, it said something like, um, and upon my bed, you are my healer when I'm sick, you are my healer. Like that's where the Lord originally led me. And so I just started speaking the truth of God's scripture out and there was massive breakthrough. Like the next morning he woke up, Judah woke up and he was significantly better and was sent home later that day. And so I've, I've seen it with my own eyes, experienced it. Um, to be powerful, you know, that it isn't just words in a book. It's not just another book. And it's not just like a collection of things that Jesus said. It's real and relevant now. And God wants to speak to us individually through his word. And, um, and that, and that's happened, I mean, many, many times throughout. So how about you, sister? Oh, definitely. And I think that one of the beautiful things about being Catholic is that we're not left alone to interpret the Holy Scriptures. We're not left alone to figure out, like, what does this mean? You know, we have a you know, a tradition that um, helps us understand what God is saying and just the different ways the Bible is put together. It's not some of its poetry, some of its wisdom, some of its, you know, testimony, some of its allegory. Some of, so there's all kinds of um, parts of the Bible. It's like a library that has many different parts to it. And I love in the catechism, um, it says the Catechism number one, number one hundred four. Uh, it says in sacred scripture, the Church constantly finds her nourishment and her strength, for she welcomes it not as a human word, but as it really is, the Word of God. In the sacred books, the Father who is in heaven comes lovingly to meet His children and talks with them. And it's Christ, it's the Lord, it's God living like li- the living and breathing Word of God, the the living and Lord Jesus speaking to us about who we are and about what life is about and where we came from and where we're going. And it's something that we return to over and over and over again because the riches can never be exhausted. And it's very interesting, you know, we were just like, we were we were kind of joking at the beginning of the segment about Michelle and her um, her health and what she's eating. And it's like, you know, like the intake of what am I putting into my body? You know, like, what am I putting into my body food-wise? But what am I putting into my body and my mind? Like what kind of food? Because this is food. This is the food that we are nourished with. Like what, what kind of... Of, you know, writing or what kind of books am I putting into my heart, mind, and soul? And so we have to chew, literally, chew on sacred scripture every day, every single day. And in a sense, for us Catholics, it's easy because we have the daily mass readings, even something like the Magnificat, where you can read the daily mass readings and chew upon the gospel or the first reading or the responsorial psalm. Or, and so it's it's paramount to to who we are, to who we are. It's like we can't we cannot exist without it. And God continually comes to remind us of who we are, to feed us in those areas. And so, um, yes, it's really non-negotiable. And for I think us as Catholics, we're like, oh, we're not really people of the Bible. We are. We're people of the Word. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and so that's part mm-hmm. of, that is who we are. And so we must return to that that truth, that reality, that we are grounded in the Word of God. And that's where we find ourselves. Mm-hmm. St. Jerome has this quote where he says, ignorance of Scripture is ignorance of Christ. And when I heard that, it walloped me right upside my head because I wasn't reading my Bible at that point. And, um, and it's not that we should read it because we feel guilty, you know, or because it's something we should do. It's another task in our list. It's an invitation. You know, these are love letters to us. And sometimes, you 
know, you might open up in Deuteronomy and you're like, what? This doesn't sound like a love letter, you know? So it's just start where it's accessible for you. Start where the word starts speaking to you and, um, and go from there. But it's, it's something that we can grow in, grow in understanding and knowledge. And you're right, sister, I'm glad you said it, that we are, Catholics are people of the word. It is all throughout our liturgy, even the prayers that the priest is saying, it's all rooted in scriptural truth. And so it's just something that we need to take a hold of. It's, it's part of our heritage. It's part of the treasure, you know? So. Mm -hmm. And I don't know who said it, but like scripture is not for cake on a special occasion, but it is bread for every day. Amen. You know, Amen. It is the bread of life for every day. Like we have even our mass, it's liturgy of the Eucharist. I mean, liturgy of the word and liturgy of the Eucharist. And they are both equal parts of the mass, you know, like, yes, the Eucharist is our source and summit, but liturgy of the word is an equal part of our liturgy, you know? And so it is a powerful force. And I, you know, we laugh about it, like, because, you know, I can say it's so beautiful, Alexio Divina. And so not the Italian meal. So people. beautiful. What's happening? Uh, yes, right now. Happening. Right my now. interpretation. <laughs> my interpretation. Thank you, sister. Just cringes. Anyway, um, but like the people that I like we form, my husband and I form and do discipleship with, that is something we do every week, you know, as we pick one scripture and we send it to um quote unquote, our people. And, but we go through that scripture and we meditate it on for the week and we dive into it. And it just never ceases to amaze me. Like we'll pick one, you know, like scripture passage, like every morning it is something new. Every morning it's something different. Every morning I'm like, that word wasn't in there before. You know, it is like this beautiful discovery of the word. It, it is a beautiful discovery of how he speaks to our heart. And it um, really awakened, awakened something in me when I dive into scripture. Like, um, like a couple of weeks ago, I was in the book of Jeremiah and I went and asked my Hebrew friend, I was like, what does this mean? Like, what does this word mean? Like, and I was looking at a concordance and people are like, whoa, now you're getting all technical concordance and all this kind of stuff. Well, ease you in gently, you know, but you can go back and look at the definitions. And it was amazing because in the Hebrew, the word that I was looking at meant um, expectant pregnancy. Ooh, like ooh. it was such a beautiful translation and our English language didn't even have words for it, mm. but it spoke so clearly to what the Lord was doing in my heart right then and there mm -hmm. that I was just like, Oh, you put that, like, I really felt like it was so personal. You just put that scripture in just for me. Okay. It's been mm -hmm. there for 2000 years, but I felt like it was just for me. And that is what he mm -hmm. says. Like there, we've said before, it is a love letter and it is power, but I really been thinking about just the spiritual battle that we are in as being on humans on earth. You know, and part of the spiritual armor, it tells us Ephesians 6 is a beautiful passage on putting on the spiritual armor. Amen. And the word of God is, is the sword of the spirit. Mm -hmm. And I have to tell you, like, how many times do we not use that sword? Like, how many times is it just lying dormant at my feet? And I am oh, not no. accessing, mm -hmm. like, I'm not walking in spiritual protection. Mm -hmm. or I'm not walking, like, wielding my sword. And someone was telling me a quote last week from C.S. Lewis, and I actually I was thinking about it this morning. And they said, either it's the kingdom of darkness or the kingdom of light, a kingdom of God, there is no neutral ground. Mm -hmm. And I've been, that one sentence has, like, been swirling around my head. I'm like, there's no neutral ground. And I was even, like, trying to ask the Lord, there's no, like, you know, base where you're safe, like, tag where no one can tag you. Like, there's yep. no neutral ground. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, that's what I was thinking to myself. And I was like, if that is true, which it is, then how am I living that in everyday reality? How am I putting on my armor? How am I speaking scripture over myself, over my children? How am I wielding my sword? Or am I just going to war without a weapon? Because, hey, sisters, pretty half the time I would say, yeah, I am, you know, and that's a startling reality to me.
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, we have to reorient ourselves into what is actually happening in the story. This is something I feel very passionate about and I talk about almost every time that I'm at a retreat or a conference invited to speak is that we are in a world at war. We have to come to understand that reality. And it might not be what we want. We might want to put our head in the sand, but it's happening whether we recognize it or not. And there is a battle going on for our souls and for the people around us. And I think one thing that scripture does is that it grounds us in the truth. And so when we have lies from the enemy that are being slung at us, like, you know, little arrows all day long, that lies are coming in so rapidly that we need to we need to be equipped with the truth to stand like right beside the lies because they're very hard. I've said this before. John Eldridge has this awesome quote where he says, um, you know, the enemy is called the father of lies. He's not called the father of ridiculous suggestions. <laughs> and and it's because That's a good one. it's because like what he says is like, you know, we it's it's hard to see it. It's not ridiculous, actually. Like, he's really good at his job of being a liar. And so the way that we can recognize that the enemy is lying is to hold it up next to the truth. And I do this a lot in my personal life. It's like, Lord, right now I feel like you're really far away. Is that the truth? You know, and I go back to the scripture and all throughout the scripture, it says, I am with you always. I am Emmanuel. I will never leave you. You know, so it's like we can hold up scripture as like the grounding point um, when the enemy is swirling around with lies, which is pretty much all the time, all the time. And so for me, that's been like an incredible place of hope for me. Like it roots me in the truth of who God is and he's good and he's awesome and he's fighting for us and he will never abandon us. And I need that hope and that truth to be spoken into my life. And often it's not being spoken by anybody else and it's not being spoken by me. So I need the word of God to speak it right into the everyday moments that, that that's being attacked. Mm-hmm. It's so true. And and also, and, and taking both what both of you are saying, the word of God also trims us. It convicts us and converts us. And we don't pick and choose what we believe. Like, oh, I like that part of what Christ is, but I don't like that part. And so it does, it challenges, like we talked about the Eucharist, if that's really who God is, that it challenges everything about us. And so so just this morning during Mass, I was at an early Mass this morning, and the, and the scripture was from where Jesus is saying, you know, everyone who seeks and knocks and you will receive, like, be persistent, you know, and and it just challenges my own parts of my own heart where maybe I've given up on something or maybe where I don't really believe that if I keep seeking, I will finally receive fulfillment. And so it challenges us as well to, to um, allow Christ to break open our hearts and to receive all that He has promised. And so it trims away, you know, all the fat in our lives, right? The fat of the enemy's lies and fat of our own unbelief and our own disbelief belief in our own wounds. And, and his word becomes like a healing balm that it does. It, it, it pierces us between joint and marrow. It goes to the deepest places and it should, and it has to. <laughs> it does. Yeah. It is amazing. So if you could say like, is there one scripture that like really speaks to you or one we, um, we have talked about like for us, like we, um, we are putting a little shop for the Abiding Together podcast shop, but we created some of the scriptures that we use for declaration and we love to declare and not for just for one more thing for you to have, but we want them for tools for you to be able to use for you to wield your sword. So like, what is like some of your favorite scriptures that have spoken to your life? Like and you've applied to your life, sister? Or Heather, either one. I think for I think for me, I mean, I often talk about John ten ten that the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I came that you might have life and have it to the full. I talk about that one all the time. However, there's another one that I absolutely love, and it's interesting you'd mention Jeremiah, Michelle, because it's from Jeremiah, and it, I, I did give it to your shop as like a submission for my own heart. But Jeremiah seventeen eight, 
that says they shall be like a tree planted by water, sending out its roots by the stream. It shall not fear when heat comes, and its leaves shall stay green. In the year of drought, it is not anxious, and it does not cease to bear fruit. And I just love the imagery of stream. I love being outside. So I love the imagery of stream and the tree and the deep roots and the continual quenching. And even on the surface, when the drought comes and when the rain comes and when the really difficult thing comes, it's the tree still bears fruit. And so it's a perpetual reminder of me to have my roots go very, very deep and to allow Jesus to do whatever he needs to do so the roots go very, very deep in him so that it continually bear fruit. So I absolutely love it. It's convicting, but it's also comforting to me at the same time. So that's one of my favorites. Mm. But what about you, Heather? Mm. Yeah, for me, one of them is uh, from Psalm 18, 17 to 20. And I mean, it's bigger than that, but that was all that could fit on the card. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, the thing I love about these cards is that it can help us to memorize scripture. You know, it's supposed to go in our in a place where we can see them all the time. And me having memorized certain scriptures has been so, so helpful for me in my everyday life. Like I can call it to mind instead of like running to my Bible to try to find something and whipping through pages, you know, I can call it to mind in certain moments. So a big lie for me, a big lie for me has been uh, planted very deep at a young age was that God was far away. And that he, he wasn't hearing me and that he wasn't coming for me, that he was just standing by idly and watching me suffer. And so in Psalm 18, it starts out by, I, I mean, I love this part. It's, it starts off by saying, you know, the cords of death encompassed me. And in my distress, I cried out, Lord. Like he just says one word. And then, and then what follows is, then the earth rocked and shook and smoke went up from his nostrils and glowing coals came from him and the heavens bowed down and he came down with thick darkness under his feet. And it just talks about like the incredible loving, like the rage of God at, at like what was happening for the person. Like he just came down with all his power and might because the guy just said, Lord, like just called out Lord. And then the part that we put on the card, which is like just the best. It says, he set me free in the open and he rescued me because he loves me. Mm, Amen. And that for me has been a lived reality and also just a promise of who God is, that he is going to come and rescue us, that he is going to save us, and he's not going to let us drown in the waters that are too much for us It's because it's not too much for him. How about you, Michelle? Yeah, mine is Psalm 27, um, 13, 14. And like, I agree with like Dorothy Day, my strength returns to me with a cup of coffee in the Psalms. You know, that's one of my favorite Dorothy Day quotes. <laughs> but is this, it says, I believe, I believe that I shall see the goodness of the Lord and the land of the living. Amen. Wait for the Lord, be strong and let your heart take mm-hmm. courage, wait for the Lord. But especially when I'm praying, praying for my two adoption children, like, Lord, I don't want to see their restoration on the other side of heaven. I want to see it now in the land of the living. Mm-hmm. Like, show me now. And the scripture is like the part, be strong and let your heart take courage. And the Lord's really been teaching me that I have to take courage. He's already offered it, but I have to take it and receive it from him. That's good work. And fight boldly there, you know, so like that whole take courage. And so, but it's just powerful when you like, each one of you said, when you apply these, when you speak them out loud, there's just power in each of us, even just saying those scriptures, life comes forth from the word of God. It brings life. 
Amen. 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 Yeah, and I think one of the beautiful things about just technology and just how you know how it's come along is there's so many great Bible studies. So you might be listening right now saying, I would love to journey in the Bible. I don't have a Magnificator. I don't know where to start. And there's so many great Bible studies. I know we've had Lisa Brennickmeyer on before a few seasons ago, and she has a an amazing, an amazing Bible study for women called Walking with Purpose. And you can check out their website. And she's got so many different studies. She's a wonderful woman of God. We love her very much. And I know Ascension mm-hmm. Press also has some really great Bible studies, like Jeff Cabins has the um, the Bible timeline. And I know Andrew Swaffer just released a new Bible study on the book of Romans. And so it's just really great. Like there's so many places where you don't have to just wonder like, how do I start? Do I start at the beginning? Where do I start? There's so many great resources for you that you can dive into. And there might be one at your parish right now. There's a Bible study that maybe you mm-hmm. not, have never thought of joining, but you might want to just think about it and see, you know, maybe this is something for me and just kind of see how that goes. So we're not, you know, we're not left, you know, by yourself or trying to figure it out, but there's so many resources available to really open the word of God to us in heart, mind, and soul. Amen. Yeah. And I think it's something we have to make time for. We have to be intentional about it. We can talk about it, but that's not going to make it a lived reality in your life. You know, we got to make decisions and make time for it. And often that's hard mm-hmm. to do just on our own. Like it's so much easier when we're gathering together with other people or we have a bit of a guide, a guidebook, you know, that will help us move through things. So I love those resources. Yes. Also, Blessed is mm-hmm. She does several things like with scripture where they're diving in. So just, just find it, just look for it and you will find it. Yeah. And Michelle, when are those scripture cards going to be available if people want? to just have some ready ready at hands versus if you go on our um abiding together podcast.com we have a little shop now that for scripture resources and the journals that we've done before yeah. you guys and can however we, yeah however we can help you i mean you know you certainly certainly can make your own cards but if you want to invest in that too that's just the resources of how we can help you as all of us on the journey together to dive into the word of god so we know who we are and we walk in confidence as daughters of the king and sons of the king so with that being said, my dear sisters, um, it is time for our one thing for the week. So Heather, since it's the earliest for you and I love you, I'm going to let you go first. What's your one thing, girl? <laughs> mm. Well, I have two right now because okay. like right now the weather is like super cold. Mm. It like There is a major cold snap up wow. here, which isn't really... Vancouver doesn't get that cold yeah. really, but it was like... It's 34 degrees right now, as it says on my phone. Yeah, it is. I mean, it'll warm up through the day, but not that much. I mean, it's kind of awesome. So... It, but it's super crisp and the clouds aren't there. And so the mountains are just like crisp and stunning and there's snow on them. And I'm totally digging the beauty right now. Um, my other one thing is the song Heart of God by Hillsong Young and Free. It's so beautiful. And so I'm going to post that in the show notes and on our website so you can check it out. Mm-hmm. How about you, Michelle? Um, mine, I have two, one things I'll say. One is my husband and his persistent on our morning walks, rosary walks <laughs> in the morning. Yeah. And so he is super funny and super cute. And, um, yeah, he's, he is great. And then another one is a book by Catherine Whitaker called love big. I mean, live big, love bigger. And it, she's a beautiful Catholic author, but she talks about hospitality and talks about her story and talks about welcoming people. And she's just Texas. And so everything in Texas is bigger. And just oh, yeah, her it book is, and her story are just it's a beautiful thing to watch. It's just a, re- I mean, read. It is a really good book. Um, yeah, just a delight to hear her story and her heart. It, it'll make you laugh. It'll make you cry. It's just one of those really great books. So I will post it in the show notes. What about you, sister? Well, I do have to say the fall right now is 
is my one of my one things. I love the fall. I just it's one of my favorite seasons, and I absolutely mm-hmm. love to be in places where their fall is actually happening. So I, that's wonderful. And secondly, I had a really great. I was at Steubenville on campus for an event, um, and. After daily mass, I talked to many people, and one of the women I talked to is a, a lovely woman from Ireland who had a beautiful accent. I just wanted her to keep talking, and she had two small kids. And she told her a friend of hers in Ireland um, sent her a link to our show, and she's really enjoyed it ever since. So, I just want to give a shout out to all of our listeners in Ireland. Y'all are wonderful, and we love you, and thank mm. you for coming on the journey with us. And we are praying for so you. Great. So. It was delightful to meet one of your peeps in Steubenville, Ohio, and that's a great gift. So. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I've been seeing so many great things happening in our discussion group. Just last night, I was saying to my husband as I was reading through some responses from our listeners to someone who was posing a question and struggling with something. And I was like, look at them go. Like, this is so beautiful. Like, they're not coming with like harshness. They're not coming. Like, it was so compassionate and kind and um, filled with the Holy Spirit, their responses. So way to go, discussion group. Like, I really love it. If you want to join our discussion group, just go on Facebook, look up. I don't know what it is, abiding together or something, but it's also on every email that we send out and it's on our website. So you can find it there. So do that. Yeah. Do that do, thing. <laughs> do that thing. I don't know where it is. On so. the Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> on the interwebs. On- <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us, dear listeners. And yes, this week it's time to dive into the word of God. So where is he calling you to take the next right step right now to open your heart to his word so he can bless you with his love? So Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you liked it, would you please share it with a friend? Could you also leave us a rating and a review on iTunes? That helps us get the message out to as many people as possible. All the show notes are in your podcast app, but if you'd like them emailed to you, you can go to our website at abidingtogetherpodcast.com and subscribe. On our website, you will also find all of our past episodes and information about various episodes. You can also join our private Facebook group and get in on the discussion and all the beautiful things that are happening there. We are so glad that you are on the journey with us. And until next week, we'll be abiding together. God bless you.